Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-depth series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. And this is episode number 52 of Podcast in Death. And uh, Tara's not with us again. Again. Miss you so much. (laughs) She really adds something. She does. To the show. Even if it's just her saying, I hate everybody. (laughs) Which she does often. Yeah, Yeah. that's fine. That's what it is. That's her trademark slogan. I hate everybody. Um, so because Tara is not with us, uh, and Tara doesn't l- read any of that. Well, she has read Nora Roberts before. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't regularly read Nora Roberts like you or I do. Right. Um, we just decided, well, we're both going to be reading Legacy. Let's just talk about Legacy. Talk about it. So for the uh, non-Nora Roberts readers, should I do like a a uh, synopsis yeah that'd be good i should have prepared but i didn't because it, was, <laughs> it has okay. been a it has been a day at my work it's been a day we talked about that on the briefing room yeah so um for those of you who don't know we have for we have an account on patreon and for those people who uh become a patron it's four dollars a month and for that you get an extra podcast every week that we yep. call the briefing room. And it's just us basically. Bullshitting. Bullshitting. Bitching uh, about our days. <laughs> but, yeah. But Jen had a rant this time because she's. Yeah. I'm in Facebook jail. She's been in Facebook jail. And so. Over the dumbest comment ever. <laughs> so I don't understand why Facebook is being so hard nosed about it, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Facebook. Yeah. Don't use the term. I I would. Yeah. Because they will ban you for 24 hours. Um, (laughs) And this this is the time is, you know, if Caitlin was here that I would say, you know, where's my mug? Yeah. That says, (laughs) you know, as I suspected, I was right all along. Yeah. I was right about Facebook. Yeah, you were. Yep. But oh well, such is life. You know, it is what it is. So it is what it is. I'm just irritated that I can't <laughs> make groups because I said throat punch over a fictional <laughs> character. Wasn't even threatening anybody. It's a fictional character, people. That sounds like a threat to me. Yeah, a face a, a fictional character on a show that's been off the air for twelve years. <laughs> But, you know, yeah, I'm inciting violence. If you can't say you want to throat punch a fictional character, how, when can you say you want to throat punch? Can you say it, right? Yeah. (laughs) You can't say that to people in real life, and I wouldn't. Right. I can say it about fictional characters, damn it. Facebook. Facebook sucks. Yes. Yes, they do. So badly. So, a legacy. So, here's on... um, on Amazon, here's what it says. This is the. Um, <laughs> yeah. My dogs again are going insane. And look at my little Finn. He's over just snoozing away. The thing is, he knows I had a bad day. So, yeah. Um, 
I have somebody here that's supposed to take care of the dogs <laughs> and like keep them quiet. <laughs> Where is that person? Yeah, Caitlin. Probably in her own room doing TikTok videos or some such something bullshit. <laughs> oh, that's another thing I was going to say on the briefing <laughs> room. Um, so, but I'll say it here, you know. Um, this is the kind of stuff you would get on the briefing room if you become a patron. Exactly. I'll give you a free taste right now. Um, so Caitlin does TikTok videos mm -hmm. and there's a woman that she has uh, duetted a few times. Okay. And this woman happens to be um, LGBTQ mm -hmm. in that community. Yeah. Um, and she that that woman put out a video recently about being lgbtq mm -hmm. and after she put that video out she became targeted by some group that was that was taking down that was reporting any videos from lgbtq people oh my god and not just her videos but anybody any videos that anybody like duetted with her oh my god yeah so Caitlin was all pissed off about it. Well, I don't blame her. I would be too. That is, it's just hateful. It is. Why? But again, you know, it's another thing where they're going to err on the side of caution. Mm -hmm. And if they get, if they get a complaint, they're just going to take a video down until it's determined that the video is okay. Right. And it, I don't, I don't know how you solve that problem because it's, that just makes it so that people can just report you for whatever and, and right. have right. them take it down and you know right it, you know so yeah um, somebody doesn't like your face they can just take it down i mean yeah that's bull i'm sorry yeah yeah so but that's my little rant for the day yeah it's a good rant yeah bullshit <laughs> i will say though if you any of you follow caitlin on tiktok you need to does she have that one up still about the um or not about it but the the face swap she did with buffy yes oh my god yeah it was so funny because she looked exactly like sarah michelle geller and yeah. I, I actually sent it to a friend of mine that's a big buffy fan too yeah and i was like this is my friend's daughter you have to check this out and she's like that's sarah michelle geller i'm like no it's not <laughs> <laughs> she face swapped like that's a face swap she's like well it, it looks like her i'm like i know <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so there, funny there's one scene like the there's yeah like there's three one different scene scenes. i can tell it was absolutely caitlin it but was, other than that yeah. i was like nope that's funny yeah. man yeah it's crazy it's funny but um yeah follow caitlin on tiktok if you're on tiktok because she's really she is great she's got a lot of good content i don't she's, i don't have tiktok so i just i follow her from from aj's yeah a lot of times up. she'll post her tiktok stuff on instagram and i too. see a lot of them on instagram too yeah so, yep um, yep they do follow her on instagram but she is at, on TikTok and Instagram at Caitlin the Princess Slayer. Yeah. So legacy. Yes. <laughs> what we're here to discuss. Uh, so on uh, Amazon, for those of you who haven't read this novel, don't read Nora Roberts novels or anything like that. I'll just give you a quick rundown. Here's the. Um, uh, what do you call it? The, um, the blurb blurb from yeah. Macmillan or St. Martin's press. Adrian Rizzo 
was seven when she met her father for the first time. That was the day he nearly killed her before her mother, Lena, stepped in. Soon after, Adrian was dropped off at her grandparents' house in Maryland, where she spent a long summer drinking lemonade, playing with dogs, making a new best friend, and developing the stirrings of a crush on her friend's 10-year-old brother. Lena, meanwhile, traveled the country promoting her fitness brand and turning it into a billion-dollar business. There was no point in dwelling in the past. A decade later, Adrienne has created her own line of yoga and workout videos, following in Lena's footsteps, but intent on maintaining creative control. And she's just as cool-headed and ambitious as her mother. They aren't close, but they're cordial as long as neither crosses the other. But while Lena dismisses the death threats that Adrian starts getting as a routine part of her daughter's growing celebrity, Adrian can't help but find the vicious rhymes unsettling. Year after year, they keep arriving, the postmarks changing, but the menacing tone the same. They continue after she returns to Maryland and becomes reacquainted with Raylan, her childhood crush, all grown up and gorgeously green-eyed as ever. Sometimes it even seems like the terrifying messages are indeed routine, like nothing will come of them until the murders start and the escalation begins. Uh, Even reading that was confusing. (laughs) I I found this book a little bit confusing. I did too. The timeline is really weird. And um, the interesting- I loved it. Let me preface that. I really, oh, really like this. Yeah, it was a oh. it was kind of a slow starter for me, but yeah. And here be spoilers, you guys. We're gonna probably if you haven't read it yet, just you might want to bow out until you actually have read the book if you're going mm-hmm. to. Um, but yeah, I <laughs> like I said to Sue and Renee in the Facebook group, I kind of had low, I, I've kind of had a low bar the last, I don't know, a couple years for Nora's standalone loans um i haven't loved many of them yeah i don't know about you but um but i really 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 liked this one a lot i'd say i loved it which is nice because it's been a while but i've actually loved one of her romantic suspense titles so yeah um i liked it (laughs) yeah (laughs) see for me it was the characters i loved the characters yes um, all of them, not just Adrian and, and Raylan, but all of the characters. They, she had such a good group of supporting characters in this book. Yeah. And the dogs. Yeah. And, you know, so, so many things that, yeah. So I can look, I can overlook a lot if I really love the characters and I did. So, yeah, I mean, obviously I, I liked it because, um, like I said, it was a slow starter for me, but after a certain point, it, it was, you know, I kept reading. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the indicator of me, of a book that I'm not enjoying, that I'll just keep putting it down. Yeah. You know, but this one, no, I kept, I had to, you know, keep reading mm-hmm. until the end. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Um, But, you know, yeah, I did feel like, the, the relationship between 
Adrian and her mother. Was okay, yeah, it was kind say, of confusing. It was kind of confusing, and it was an interesting dynamic. It mm-hmm. was nothing like she's ever written before, as far as a mother daughter relationship. Right. Those yeah. are usually either really good or really bad with her. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, eh. You know? Well, yeah, and it was it obviously in that little blurb it said that. Uh, the mother, Lena, in this case, uh, mm-hmm. has been growing this fitness brand, right. which has taken her all over the country, all over the world. And uh, it so- sounds like Adrian spent a, a fair amount of time in not in boarding schools, but with uh, like a nanny because she hires a nanny. Right. Um. And then, you know, but but also Adrian traveling with her because there's a certain point where Adrian becomes a teenager. She's going to go to high school. She's going to mm-hmm. go to a, like a high school for the first time. I guess prior to that, she's been home taught. Right. Yeah. Well, but but when she goes to the private school and decides that she's going to stay that time, mm-hmm. she, had, she said she had been in the, the public school for the last two years. She was entering the private school in her junior year. So okay. in high school, she was um, she was in school. She just kept getting kind of dragged around and taken out and doing the homeschool thing while she was on the road. Right. So. Um, and later on in the book, like at the end of the book, they they talk about their relationship and Lena tells her, like, I am not the maternal type. Right. Like, and that's why she had they they had not had that great relationship because she didn't know how to do that and she i i can't remember why she said she went ahead with the pregnancy she got pregnant uh by mistake she was dating her college professor and got right. pregnant and apparently this guy was a serial here the uh, dude yeah, he he was married <laughs> with kids, but he was a serial philanderer or whatever you want to call it. You know, right. he had affairs with many of his students. Yeah. Um, and she was saying she had the choice of having Adrian or not. Right. Um, and it that- was because, it was because when she went to tell him, he tried to force her to miscarry basically he punched her and she realized he tried to kill us is what she said and that's when she decided she wanted to keep the baby yeah so that she really wanted yeah the baby Mm -hmm. um so but still not a maternal type of person so they never had that really close relationship what I found interesting was that she had the the um, the nanny character mm-hmm. who was her mother's who was her mother's best friend. Right. But, you know, I mean, disappeared for a yeah. large portion of the book. Yeah. So she yeah. set this woman up as a as a pseudo mother. Right. You would think that she would have a more of a role. Mm-hmm. In yeah. Adrian's life. Agreed. Because that's that's kind of usual for Nora. Right. If they have someone like that. They're always kind of there and around. Right. 
Minnie was not around as much. I mean, she was, but not not as much as you'd expect from Nora. Yeah, so. I mean, she's supposed to be this kid's nanny, and right. it, so what happens is the professor, who is Adrian's father, is abusive and um, finds them where they're living. Adrian's like, how old was she? Six or seven? Seven. 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 Um, she had never seen her father before, and all of a sudden he comes storming in and and he starts beating up the, the nanny. nanny, and uh, the mother is upstairs and comes out, and he has picked up Adrian and is threatening to kill her, and you know they're on a staircase, and he throws Adrian down the stairs, and the mother, you know, in trying to defend Adrian, kind of. You know, yeah. kicked the father and and he fell down the stairs and you know yeah. died. And, right. But all of that that happened seemed so traumatic. Mm -hmm. And Lena didn't know how to process it and didn't know what to do with Adrian and kind of felt like maybe she needed a stable life and some place where she can decompress all of that or whatever. So brings Adrian to her parents' house in Maryland. Her parents um, run a pizza parlor right. in Maryland, and they're very down-to-earth people, very um, maternal, fraternal, and agree to take Adrian for the summer. So Lena just drops her off there and, okay, thanks, and takes off. But the nanny went with her. Right. You know, which I didn't understand. Yeah. yeah, I. There's the two people that she's known throughout. I mean, she knows the grandparents, obviously. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But the two pe people that she's closest to are like, "Well, see ya, bye." Yeah, yeah. That was. What's the, what's the nanny gonna do? Yeah, I. Like, I mean, it's she made it sound like she was kind of her nanny slash was also involved in the business type. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, after Adrian got old enough, she made her into her administrative assistant and her personal assistant or whatever. And so that's how that happened. And yeah, the other one was Harry, which he kind of, you know, dropped in and out too. The her public yeah. publicist. Her mother's really publicist or manager. Yeah. I really liked him. Yeah. yeah in and out too. So yeah, so that's the part of it that I found weird. Like yeah. we got all these characters in the beginning. Right. Then it skips several years. Yeah. And now she's 17 and her mother's going to go off on a tour, a book tour or a, you know, to promote her new video mm -hmm. line or whatever. Then it's going to take Adrian with her, but Adrian says, nope. "No, I'm staying here." I'm yeah. staying here and I'm going to go through high school, you know? Yeah. And so her mother allows her to stay by herself because, you know, the nanny's going with the mom, I guess. Well, no, the nanny was staying. She wasn't, I mean, she was still, oh, yeah, she didn't right. really need a nanny. The nanny was still in, in New York um, because they were, she was having her check in on her. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay. But she had a family of her own by that point. So right. Okay. With them anymore. So what happens is Adrian 
has already formulated this plan in her mind that she's also going to uh, do her own line of videos, right? workout videos. And I don't know, she's all, she's already researched some of these people that she's going to high school with. Right. So knows the ones that she wants. That was funny. I'm like, who does that? (laughs) Yeah. I guess if you want something, hey. If you're that person, if you're like a specific thing and. Right. Yeah. Um, So she approaches these people, these dorky kids from her high school, and they get involved in this shooting this video that she wants to do and it becomes a a huge success yeah and then you know they become really good friends after that right um but it was that jumping around the timeline that was yeah Yeah. really starting to bother me crazy yeah it was so fast and like it just moved 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 moved. and i was just kind of like usually when she does like the you know we knew each other as kids and then we grew up and we were going to get together now because mm-hmm. she does a lot of those let's be honest right um, she usually like splits it up into very distinct like time periods right but this was more okay now she's out of high school oh college is done oh now she's you know a huge success oh now you know Raylan's living in new york with his wife and kids and oh now everybody's dying and it was just like so fast weird i was like what is going on like yeah okay but i mean again it's it was compelling because of the characters yeah necessarily because of the storyline in particular because right she starts getting these these threatening um poems Mm -hmm. adrian does they keep getting sent to her a couple of times a year but apart Mm -hmm. from that yeah i mean what we're seeing is yeah i mean we're seeing her kind of and she does kind of allude to the fact that when Adrian was first dropped off with her grandparents that she meets this girl who becomes her best friend and her Mm -hmm. brother is Raylan. Um, Mm -hmm. and that she finds Raylan compelling cute. I get, I mean, she didn't really think of it that way. She was seven. Yeah. She was seven. Exactly. I don't know. I know um, some people to get crushes. (laughs) I mean, seven year olds can get crushes. You're right um so he was cute but, one in my life yeah I'm always hearing about boyfriends <laughs> so um but then you go a little farther in the story now she's 17 and she goes back to the the town mm-hmm. um and raylan's with this other girl well, this and he's when she was in, this was when she was in college college okay yeah and he's with this other girl and he is like all about this other girl and he's in love with this other girl and they get married. Yep. So there's a weird, there's a weird thing where they're living their separate lives and you're, and you're hearing about their separate lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's like, okay. And yeah. that's fine. I guess. Um, it's not. 
the point of that was to let us get to know Laura Lee um, so that when she dies, you're kind of like, okay, that was horrible. And I hate that. And kind of, you know, the whole, I, what I really, really loved about this book, because you're right, that like the mystery itself is very standard Nora Roberts fair. I knew who, I knew who done it very early on. It, I mean, it didn't take a rocket science to, science. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it was pretty obvious what was happening, right. um, but it what what I really loved is I don't think she's ever done a book like this where she's had, you know, the hero be like desperately in love with his wife and his wife being a wonderful person and that we got to read about. Right. You yeah. know, and, you know, see where and then, you know, she gets killed and, you know, he has to grapple with all this guilt and, you know, okay, I'm moving on. This is hard. What do I do with this? You know, I, it, I, it, I just found that fascinating because you don't see that a lot because, you know, it happens, but it does happen not tragically. I mean, that choice kind of shocked me, but um, yeah, because yeah. And it was right, right, right on the heels of Adrian's grandmother's death. And the right, and that day. that that bothered me also because not that it didn't, it wasn't a big deal, right? It just for seemed, her, it seemed off that it was like right. I mean, the, the next day, right? And and um, to go back to Traveler's Creek to help out because her grandmother had died and they were mm -hmm. close to her because his mom worked with her, and so yeah, it's just I don't know, it, it, right. Yeah. And I kept waiting because I, I kept waiting for it to be like, oh, this crazy person killed the grandmother. Right. Yeah, me too. I did too. But it was because like, oh, no, it's just an accident. Standard Nora Roberts romantic suspense. Right. It's, but then it was it like. Comes back to the bad guy doing all these things and then being connected later. Yeah. But he never went after anybody important in her life before, you know, towards the end of the book. Yeah. And, and so it just, I don't know. I, I don't want to say that seemed glossed over. Yeah. But for, for somebody who was so important in her life. Right. To have died. Now that was the catalyst for her making the decision to go back and live yeah. in Traveler's Creek with her grandfather. Right. But it was like, it was almost as if Nora wanted this person in this particular place at this particular time. Right. And I know, I know I want her only with the grandfather because she has to take care of him because the grandmother's not there anymore. Right. So now I have to make that happen. How do I make that happen? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, grandmother's was in a car accident. Yeah. So it, it didn't, and I know it mean you know, yes, things happen. That yeah. kind of stuff happens. And I understand that, but it's just like, but you're reading a book and the, you know, you want yeah. that. Um, and, and then, yeah, I mean, so it's, it's so interesting because, well, first of all, we talked about, we talked last week, it was brought up. I can't remember what we were talking about. We were talking about people who, um really love yeah yeah we were talking about oh i think we were talking about um 
when we were talking about the Nora questions and whether Rourke had ever been in love with anyone else. Yes. Yeah. So I said in Legacy, that kind of thing is explored. Right. And I, like I said, I thought she did it really well as far right. as that goes. That was, and it was something new and fresh that she has never, that I can think of, that she's never done that before, where she's, you know, where you knew the wife or the husband, whatever. Um, yeah. Before they died, you know, we, she's had plenty of widowers and widows that, you know, fall in love again, like, like in the, um, what is it? The, um, the Boonesboro tr trilogy where, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you know, you, you didn't know Herbert's husband, you know, you got little snippets of their past together and whatever, mm -hmm. but you didn't, like actually meet him on the page. Whereas here you actually met her and she, you really liked her. At least I did. I thought she but, was yeah. great. Yeah, but I, I just didn't. But you know, but also you knew something was going to happen because right, was Adrian and Raylan. So yeah. oh, you're going to introduce going to happen or more women to us? Is yeah. going to die? Is she going to just take off and leave? What's going to happen? Who knows? And yeah, and then that happened, and yeah. Um, it it really so, I know I talk about faded mates too much, but um, <laughs> uh. Oh, I have to, I pulled it up here. Hang on. So it's interesting because they had this week's, this week's podcast or last, I think I'm a little behind, but anyway, they got into this discussion. Uh, well, they're always talking about romance books, so that's not a big issue, right. but something that Sarah McLean said on that podcast made me think, oh, this is exactly why I don't think I liked this book as much as I could have. Okay. And what Sarah McLean said is, in her opinion, for a romance to work, okay, mm -hmm. the reader has to understand that these two people cannot be together. Otherwise, why am I even here? I'm just watching two nice people fall in love. <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's the feeling I got throughout this whole book. Like there was never any any conflict between them that would keep them apart. Right. I besides mean, besides the, the wife. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It was no, not I, I get it really wasn't even a conflict because no. he got married and she wasn't, you know, in that headspace anyway to right. She would just like, oh, you know, I mean, she in passing, she thought like, oh, oh yeah. this crush that I had is now getting married. But she saw how much in love she, he was with this person and she was in love with him and they were great together. And everybody, you know, with the wife and she was friends with the wife. And also yeah. it really wasn't a barrier. Right. And I know she tried to make it a barrier for him. Right. But it really wasn't even a barrier for him. No, it wasn't. But I just, I feel like, I don't know. I, you know, I feel like this is a trope that doesn't get explored enough in fiction. So it's not really a trope, I guess. But you know what I'm saying? Maybe there's a reason for that. I know. But I just think she handled it well. I thought it was well done myself. And I, you know, you can disagree with me. That's fine. <laughs> I'm not I saying she, look on your face. I know when you're going to disagree with me. No, no, it's it's I I don't I don't want it to seem like I don't think she handled it well. Right. I just don't particularly care for that because yeah. 
I I just want I I want to see the main two characters get together. I don't, yeah. you know, I mean, I they that. I made a notation in this book that um, I mean, they didn't even kiss for the first time until like 60 percent into the book. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, that has been her standard. Um, she's really kind of moved away from her romance romance in the in her single titles they're more they're more about the suspense than they are about the romance nowadays um okay but this was really not that suspenseful it wasn't no but so, that's insane. it was more of those two i guess i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say <laughs> i mean again i mean it's Nora. So yeah, right. The, the characters were fantastic. Like you said, oh, yes. Um, I fell right in love with these characters. Dialogue was fantastic. And I don't think I've reread one of her recent ones. Uh, I, 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 I don't think I've ever reread anything past like maybe whiskey beach. Hmm. The last one I've reread, but beyond that, I don't think I've ever reread. Oh, wait, was the search after that? I don't remember. But anyway, you know, the last, like, I've never reread Shelter in Place, mostly because that one's really hard to read. It's yeah, yeah, that one's hard to read, yeah. So that, with everything going on in the world. Um, and that's an issue that I am pretty passionate about. Um, but, and there's a couple other, like, I don't even, I don't even remember what last year. Oh, was that last year's the one about the, yeah, the, the audiobook recorder. Yes. Yeah. I like that one. I might yeah. reread that one eventually. I just haven't. But then again, I mean, you know, it, even in that one, now 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 that I'm thinking about it, there really wasn't that how are they gonna get they they can't get together. How are they gonna get together? Right. Like, you know, yeah. I guess that for me in books that I really love, mm-hmm. there is that element of like they really, really, from the very beginning, knew Want they to had to. Yeah. yeah. And, and they, it, but they're, they don't because things are like, I, I can't, you know, because I don't know, you know, right. like I, I promised myself that I would never get married and never have children because I hate my father, <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, or, you know, right. I get what you're your, saying. Your, I'm a, I'm a lieutenant on the uh, New York City Police and Security, and you're, uh, you you're know, a billionaire thief. You're a criminal. Yeah. And you're like, wow, these people obviously yeah. need to be together, but that is a big barrier. Right. That they have no, to I get, get around. Totally get that. So, um, but like I said, I can completely forgive a lot when it comes to her characters and her dialogue as always is wonderful yeah um, so yeah and the catching of the bad guy was again pretty standard nora end of a book right big showdown and that's yeah so yeah i mean you know the the dogs having a uh, romance together was I loved that. I'm Fantastic. not going to lie. I don't care how ridiculous and silly it was. I fucking loved that. I thought that yeah. was the cutest thing. And I'm just like, oh, every time they were on page together, I'm like, 
<laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he and then when he proposes at the end and he gives the dogs collars that have each other's last names on them and got them married. <laughs> ah, that's so cute. Yeah. That's so great. It was really cute. And I just so, love the kids. I loved all the kids. But and you know who I really loved out of the kids? I loved Phineas. Yes. He was so, so exactly like his mother, like just spouting off random facts. He's like four years old. <laughs> He's you know. talking about the Starship Enterprise. And I just I love it. It was he was just some kids. Kid. Some kids are like that. I know they are. Yeah, it was great. I was like, oh, I love this kid. I right. want to be my own. <laughs> I remember back in the day when I worked at the record store uh, for a while, there was a a couple that was coming in with their little boy and he was four. Okay. And uh, they would go looking for movies or whatever. And they would tell him like, you know, go in the kids section and find yourself a movie, you know, but like a lot of kids back then, you know, you have old, older people and they're fascinating. So he would follow us around while his parents were like shopping and talk to us. That's so cute. And at one point he was following me around and we were talking and I was straightening movie boxes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I noticed behind me, he is reading the movie boxes. And I can't remember what the guy, what his name was. John was his name. John. I can't remember, but I was, I was like, are, are you reading the movie boxes? And he said, um, yes, I can read very well, and I'm only four. <laughs> like, okay. Okay, then. <laughs> but yeah, that's what, that's what that reminds me of. They're so funny. Yeah. Kids are funny. So great. And yeah, so. I love the little, the other kids. And yeah, it just, like I said, the characters for this one. Just yeah. love them. I kind of feel bad because I wish I could, I could uh, share your enthusiasm for this, for this one. <laughs> Don't feel bad. It's fine. There's <laughs> been books that I loved and you, or you loved and I didn't. So. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. It You're just, probably a Montana sky fan. I'm, I don't remember ever. Well, there have been a couple that I, of her novels that I've been like, eh, yeah. no, but for the most part, I really like them. But you know, when I look back on it, there she doesn't really write a whole lot of those novels that are that have all of that sexual tension like no you know um not in her standalones or in tr- or in the trilogies either. yeah not really in the trilogies either yeah, um yeah. because you know who's going to end up together yeah. and it, there's never any kind of a barrier except maybe the circle is it the circle trilogy that had kian oh yeah 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 and yeah. you're like, well, he's an immortal. So obviously. Vampire. But, yeah. <laughs> um, That's a problem. But I was thinking like, um, you know, my favorite, my favorite is Tears of the Moon. Right. There was really, well, actually there was, okay. There was a conflict there. Yeah. A little bit. Because Sean wrote uh, music. Yeah. And Breno wanted him to try to publish it. Mm-hmm. And he was not really into that. So she published one or she sent one to a publisher without telling him. Yeah. Yeah. So Brian. that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but here's me over here going, I get why she did it. And I kind of love that about her because right. yeah, but it, it, but, shit or get off the pot, dude. Like, right. But it was a, it was a point of conflict. It was. Yeah. Big time. Where you're like, uh, Oh no, they might, they might not end up together because yeah. he's so pissed off at her. And like, yeah. he's, you know, this can't work if you don't trust me to take right. care of things, my own self, the way I want to take care of them. Yeah. Or make that decision for myself, whether I want to publish or not. I mean, that's my decision, not yours. Yeah. And so that was a big issue. Oh, yeah. But I couldn't see any any of that for these two characters besides no. the, the once the wife was was gone. Right. And yeah. And once he did the whole thing where, you know, taking his ring off and talking mm-hmm. to his wife and head and all that good stuff. I mean, yeah, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't a huge, you know, yeah, I would have kind of liked to see it be more of a, of an issue for him Mm -hmm. Um, because yeah, that would have been really hard to move on after, you know, losing your wife that way. Right. Um, You know, and for her, um, to say like, you know, oh, my mother's not a maternal person and here's this person that I want to be with, but he's got kids and I'm not sure if I can do that. Right. Yeah. You know, that, also, I would understand that. Yeah. And, but that wasn't the fact that wasn't the case at all. Because no. she was really good with kids throughout the book. Yeah. She was in love with all of her, you know, her friends, kids and, mm-hmm. you know, everything else. So, so yeah, we were just seeing two nice people fall in love. <laughs> You're right. And, you know, and the conflict came from the, you know, the letters and the, you know, the fact that somebody was clearly stalking her for the past what 15 years and right um yeah and like i said that was so very obvious when the reveal came i was just like yeah i figured that out like four pages into the book like right (laughs) oh yeah you know and i do remember like back in the day she wrote some books that i was shocked at the killer Mm -hmm. i was like what but um but yeah Yeah. i'm like oh yeah it's the son or the daughter it's one of them and yeah. Then, so, yeah. But yeah, because, you know, he was obviously dead, but it was obviously mm-hmm. someone connected to him. That wasn't, right. that was not going to be uh, an issue at all. Like, right. But yeah, I, I just really, really liked it. I, you know, I guess I can't, don't really have yeah. analysis for that. I just thought it was really good. And, and you know what? I mean, you like what you like. Yeah. However, and, and that's fine. You know, I mean, there's, you don't have to come up with it. You know, I know, I know, but, it, and, and there were, I'm not saying I didn't like it. Obviously you know. I liked it because, you know, I'm, I read <laughs> like, you know, I had to finish it. Like I finished it in a couple of days, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, and it was largely because of her, her the relationships the characters and that kind of thing um i really loved um him uh using his wife and adrian as characters in this that was great yeah um and i really i liked i you know i wish they would have kind of delved into that a little bit because the way he set that story up with adrian being like the demon and his wife being the angel mm-hmm. and you know, how they're going to eventually come together and, you know, be friends and whatnot. And just the way he was kind of going through the story, it seemed like he was going to struggle with it more. You know what I mean? Like following right. 
in Britain. You and mean, you mean there's needed to be a little bit more conflict there? Yeah. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean? Not necessarily conflict, just struggle, just like, okay, right. really, yeah. really for me to move on and, you know, allow this other person into my life and, you know, yeah. like in my, and that's another factor because it was just like, oh, the kids love her. With no, like, I mean, her, his son had that moment of, oh, okay, are you going to do this? And, you know, but it wasn't, you know, they loved her and they were just like, oh, yeah, cool. You're going to marry somebody new? Awesome. Bring her in. Just so, nice people fall in love. Exactly. Um, yeah, there's, I, I think, I really feel like there, there were missed opportunities there mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, it's number one bestseller. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> well, being that, you know, in 90% of the time, it's because of her name, but, you know, well, and yeah. she and has, good, and then yeah. she, she's a number one bestseller for the, for a reason. I mean, it's, I'm not uh, saying that it being her name is the reason it's because right. good that she's where she is. 90% of the people that read this book are giving it, you know, a five star or four star rating. Okay. Yeah. For exactly the reasons that you are. So uh, clearly people like it. And again, clearly I liked it. A lot of these reviews I read, like, you you know, I finished it, but, and it's like, well, yeah, but you finished. I mean, you know, if you really don't like something, you're not going to finish Mm -hmm. it. And I understand then the one-star rating or the two-star ratings or whatever, but these people that are like, you know, I finished it in two days, but I give it a (laughs) one-star. Like You could, you you rate a little bit higher than that because you finished it. Right. You know, I yeah. mean, I get it that some people like one of those reviews we read, you know, well, I'm a completist. Okay. Well, but you know, yeah. So am I, but yeah, <laughs> I really hate something. I'm not gonna. And in general, if I don't like it, unless I like really despise it, I'm not going to give it a one-star review. It's just mm-hmm. why. Yeah. Because Obviously, you're just going to piss off fans of the author. Yeah. That. As we clearly demonstrate every time we do a review the review episode. <laughs> My other issue is like, I couldn't. So the name Raylan was throwing me for whatever reason. It sounds like a, a girl's name. And, and also, I have a good friend of mine who's got a son named Rylan. Okay. So I kept, I that kept was, reading it, Rylan. That was actually a discussion in the AdWolf group about the name. Like, who names their kid Raylan? It, it's weird. And somebody brought up, apparently there is, a, there's a character on something, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, Justified. Well, I think I looked it up. I lo- I think I looked the name up and like, you know, because I'm like, who names their kid this? And I, it's, you know, it is a, a, a man's name. It's fairly popular. Oh, my God. That's Timothy Alphans character. I still need to watch that. OK. I just love him in Santa Clarita Diet. He's just so freaking funny. So I'm looking up. I'm looking on babynames.com. The name Raylan is primarily a male name of American origin that means a combination of Ray and Harlan. Oh, okay. There we go. Now, 20 years from now, you know, we're going to have a whole bunch of Raylans running around. <laughs> like, but there's like, we went through the Chandler phase already. Like, 
Right. <laughs> like that always just cracked me up whenever I had a patient named Chandler. I'm like, I know how old your parents are. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you never heard the name Chandler before friends. Mm-hmm. Never. Yeah. So yeah, it just made me laugh. I was like, okay. But um, but yeah, I mean, I, it almost makes you wonder if Nora does like consult like babynames.com to pick her names because some of the names she comes up with are kind of out there. Yeah. So now, or she knows somebody named Raylan or named kid Raylan or yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, on the positive side for me, you know, like I said, I'm with you as far as dialogue and characters being just you know top notch like they always are with an aura book. Yeah. And um, her, uh, his, his wife. Laura Lee, you know, coming back, keep, you know, and they, yeah. them having conversations, yeah. you know, just yeah, I really like that hit me in the feels every yeah. time. Oh, totally. Yeah. You know? um, and again, you know, I love that he used her as a, as a inspiration for this new character that he based a new whole new uh, series on. And yeah, that became huge. And then based another character on Adrian. I mean, Mm-hmm. you know um yeah i love that the whole thing kids were great the dogs were the dogs great were so great yeah the but, grandparents were great yeah. you know yeah. all of the all of the peripheral characters oh. were, were great um, yeah other than like i said I, I couldn't figure her mother out it was one of those things where i was kind of like i ended up liking her because of she did start to put the effort in but i'm also kind of like it's so it's so interesting because I had just watched a part of a documentary that was done just recently about um, mothers who choose not to mother, like they become mothers. And then when the marriage breaks up, choose to give the kids to the father. Oh, okay. Um or who really never wanted the kid in the first place, had the baby for the father's sake because they got pregnant and, but never wanted to be a mother. You know, there was a whole documentary they did like, you know, these aren't bad people. These are just, you know, some people aren't meant to be parents. Right. And um, they still love their kids, but they just don't want to parent them. And, you know, and, and that's always, Obviously, it's horrible. Parents should be involved and be parents. Yeah, for sure. But um, it's always worse when it's the mom leaving the kids with the the father. We always, like, judge. Yeah. You know, with the father, we don't necessarily, I mean, we judge them, but we don't necessarily, he's like, best thing for these kids is to stay with mom. Right. Yeah. You know, and I'll, I'll contribute financially and see them on the weekends, but. Yeah other than that you know um but when women do that it's we're very judgy yeah we feel like kids should be with the mom which is so funny to me because there's been times where where i've seen like divorce situations where those kids were definitely better off with dad than they would have been with mom yeah yeah so i think it just depends but yeah, I'm totally with you there. We do as a society, people judge the woman more than the male. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, 
But I, you know, I just, it just, I found it funny that I had just watched this documentary and then yeah. read this book and here's this woman who is that way. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it wasn't, it was never like she didn't love her or that she didn't care or, you know, any of that. It was just, she did not know how to be a mother at all. Right. Very clearly could not, you know, but yeah, when she got older, she realized, okay, you know, now that she's an adult, I guess I can be better. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now we can have a relationship. But, you know, um, I know how to handle adults. I don't know how to handle kids. Yeah. And like we said, some people are just that way. They don't know what to do with kids. Oh, yeah, totally. You Absolutely. Know? 100%. I also thought it, uh, it was odd that the mom continued to use that uh, baby yoga. Business. I know. I did, too. I thought that was so weird. Like, why did she not change the brand name after? Yeah. I don't know, but maybe that was her brand and she just kept it. I mean, right. And I love that the, that they did the um, video together in the hometown. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That was great. Hey, I did. I did love a lot of things about this book. I just felt like as a romance, sure. or even as a romantic suspense, it, it kind of fell short in not. I, okay. I don't even want to say it fell short. It's just not what I want. Right. Yeah, it's not that. what I personally want, you know, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Because like I said, the suspense wasn't really all that suspenseful. I mean, mm. but I guess if you're not a, an avid Nora Roberts reader, like we are, if you were to read this book, maybe you wouldn't catch on to who the killer was right away because it's kind of her formula, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you know, Oh, you know, it's somebody that's tied to this or it's somebody that, you know, the hero or the heroine know or mm -hmm. you know, that sort of thing. So yeah, I guess maybe that could be part of it is that yeah. we know her writing so well that we're yeah. like, oh, okay, this is who did it. Obviously. Duh. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to see a twist one of these times and have it be somebody that we and she has done that where it's been like, oh, somebody you really like in the story. And you're like, what the right. fuck happened? Like, yeah. But um but yeah, that was, she hasn't done that in a long time. It's been a really long time since she's done one of those. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. I need to bring up something else that didn't make sense to me. Oh, yeah. The whole, I want to change the schoolhouse into a. Yeah. I'm not sure where that came from. That was out of nowhere. Yeah. And it just didn't, and it didn't have anything I no. can. Okay. So in the in-depth series, I understand why Rourke wanted to open up Docus. Mm -hmm. And I understand um, why Rourke wanted to open up the other one whose name yeah. I, 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 I know I can't it, but I'm not saying it wrong, so I don't want to embarrass the moment. you. <laughs> uh, uh, what is the other one's name? It's Ann Dyden. On DJ. Okay. Uh, the, the, uh, <laughs> the wiki would probably have that pronunciation because we have a page on the wiki. For, oh yeah, I know. Um, I, I do want to say it's more along the lines of on Jijin okay. because these are, are typically pronounced very soft in irish gotcha but let me look it up what is my 
So you can you can pronounce it on Dedan or on Jijan, you know, depending on which part of Ireland you're from. But it would be on Dedan. Okay. Um anyway, so but I understand why he wanted to open that. Oh yeah, for sure. He, and he, you know, because he said that to Eve, like, um, here's a place that we both needed. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get that and we didn't get right nobody in this story needed that place no no not at all it was just one more thing for her one more good thing for her grandfather to do as if he hadn't done enough already (laughs) right you know and 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 i yeah i just didn't none of it none of that part made sense to me no why are we doing this why give me a reason yeah yeah for sure why did he feel so strongly that they needed this in the town? Right. There because was it not like, that. It didn't seem like it was a like a a town with a lot of troubled youth either. Right. It, you know, <laughs> like right. I'm sure you had bullies and you know hard asses and that sort of and, thing. It didn't seem like a place where there would be a lot of you know troubled was, families. And it, troubled youth. It, it was said in the book that you know. Um, Raylan and other kids would mm-hmm. hang out at the pizza parlor. Right. Well, Raylan hang, hung out at the pizza parlor because his mom worked there. Right, right. But other kids did too. So and maybe that was why he wanted to get all those kids out of the pizza parlor. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't see why. I mean, why not let him hang out at the pizza parlor? Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, I thought it was great the part where um, his kids we're going to the pizza parlor and that um he would give him quarters for yeah. you know sweeping up or picking up things or you know um so that they could go play video games play video games yeah which i feel like he probably would have done mm-hmm. you know for other i just didn't see that i just didn't see where the need came from from him to want to do that yeah, I didn't either. I yeah, I it, that kind of came out of nowhere and it was kind of pointless. Just something else to fill page space, I guess. Uh, filler. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, um Yeah, I agree with you there. That that was just kind of like, "Oh, okay. He wants to use Leonard. Cool. Move on." <laughs> they bring it up you know every now and then and you know they you know just to work maybe the interior designer in a couple more times and yeah i don't know it was just yeah. a, it was a weird subplot i yeah i don't get it either yeah way too many subplots happening there were a lot of subplots happening mm-hmm. yeah i agree with that yeah and then bringing in the you know like you said harry and Mm-hmm. Mimi and every once in a while just bring them in. Yeah. For for five whatever minutes. reason for five minutes and then yeah. and then they're gone again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so a lot about this one I just didn't understand. Right. You know, a lot of you know, again, it would have made perfect sense to me if if there was a reason for it. And I could have said, like, oh yeah, you know, totally understand why he wanted to do that because, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever reason. But these these are all nice people. That's the thing. Yeah. They were all nice people. Yeah. His whole family was nice. You know, his parents were nice. They opened the pizza place first. Yeah. yeah. Everyone in the town was nice. 
Yeah, there were there weren't a lot of assholes in this one. You're right. There yeah. were a lot of really nice people in this book. <laughs> so you're like the only asshole was the was the murderer. It's the murderer, yeah, and his sister, yeah, because she yeah. was kind of evil too. I know, like in the end, it was. I just I, it was interesting because I was like, okay, I want to feel sorry for her, but I kind of don't just right. because your thoughts where she's like, none of this is my fault. And, you know, I was just doing my job protecting my brother. And I'm like, mm, yeah, you could have gave him up sooner. Right. But yeah, I don't know. I wasn't a fan. Yeah. I mean, sorry that she got beaten up and locked in a bathroom, but I don't know. I, yeah, she wasn't a nice person. No. Right. Well, I mean, look at who her father was. Right. Well, her whole family was fucked up. Right. They all were. Right. No. And again, if if it was like if they were if they were people in the town and the grandfather was like, see what happened? Like these people in this town, if those kids had a place to go to, maybe, maybe yeah. the son wouldn't have gone after my granddaughter and maybe but they weren't even didn't have anything to do with the town or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So it's Nothing. like I feel like this one felt to me like there was something that that Nora really did have like a lot of these things in mind, mm -hmm. but they never it, really it, got it, fleshed out because there was yeah. she put so much into it. Yeah, like we so said, many moving up. parts. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I think the biggest problem for me was the timeline. It was such a weird, just random timeline that I was mm -hmm. like, I don't even know what's going on. I don't know how long it's been since you know, two pages ago, like all of a sudden we're five years later. Yeah. We're like, what? Wait, she's in college now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh wait, she's living in New York now. What, what? I, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. The timeline was just a mess. Yeah. And then we cut to him and here he is living his best life with his wife and you're yeah. like, and you know, making, you know, making comic books and all that other stuff. So um, I thought what we could also do here is maybe a mini um, we review the reviews. Oh, sure. Um, I'm just I, I didn't try to find the the funniest ones or whatever. I just found the ones that, you know, so for me, usually if I'm if I'm looking at a review, I, I don't tend to look at the really, really bad reviews or the really, really good reviews. Yeah. You look at the middle. <laughs> I look in the middle, you know. Yeah. So, because that's the more honest, I think. Yeah, I think so too. You know. Yeah. Um, so this person on Amazon said, um, I can name at least seven previous books written by this author that were recycled from that. Yeah, that were recycled from to produce this one. Names, places, themes, and plots. Suggestion for Miss Roberts. Buy a baby name book to keep by your laptop. <laughs> I didn't I didn't recognize any of the book or any of the names. Did you? Well, Raylan is not one that she's no. used before, definitely. I don't remember her having an Adrian. Hmm. Maybe somewhere. Maybe yeah. as a side character. Maybe. But I don't remember a heroine named Adrian before. Now this this person says 
Perhaps her editor or advanced readers are not strong enough to point out how heavily she's borrowing from her past work. Unfortunately, this is becoming a common issue with a few of her most recent books and especially in the fantasy series she writes. Um, The main character of Adrian is frankly boring and predictable. I guessed who the murderer was about four chapters in. The mother and daughter issues are teased um, through the whole book, but never quite resolve into anything to enhance the story. The storyline is uninspired too. Definitely not a book I'd recommend. And I guess that was my, if I agree with this person at all, it's that, yeah, the whole mother daughter issue didn't do anything for the plot line or the story right Right. yeah you're right about that i don't think it did either because she wasn't even really involved in the stalking and all this stuff and she's the one that killed him right you know and he wasn't even thinking about going after her it was all about going after adrian right so yeah that really i never went after all the other women all the other women right so i i didn't get that like why isn't why isn't she on his list and maybe she was, but he wanted to get to Adrian first. I don't know. Um, let's see. This person says, um, the thing that makes a Nora Roberts book so exceptional is her character development. We agree there. Yeah. Her people are real people with strengths and flaws that make them real. Every mm-hmm. once in a while, though, there's a book where the development is lacking. This is one of those books, although there were some emotional moments that grabbed me. Much of the book, especially the first half, seemed rush and perfunctory. Don't get me wrong. A subpar Nora Roberts is light years ahead of most other books. But when I'm picking one to reread, this one will not be at the top of my list. Okay. Fair enough. That's kind of kind of how I feel, I guess. Yeah, other than the character thing. That the characters weren't yeah, no, I don't I don't agree with that at all. I think those characters were very well developed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with her that Adrian's kind of boring. I mean, I hate to say it, but yeah, I mean I liked her just because I think I I kind of related to her a little bit. Um, Right. But yeah. I see that, yeah. I get it. I get it. And I'm not saying she was a bad character. She's no, I get that. I get that totally, you know. And she yeah. had, you know, I mean, she really fleshed out her character, I felt. Mm-hmm. Nora Roberts and J.D. Robert, the only two authors I now buy. Well, it's one author, really. Let's be honest. Uh, I now buy hardback for my Kindle. Buy hardback? Uh, I think Kindle? they mean at the hardback price. Because when they first release them. Got it. Okay. They're, uh, they're at yeah. the same price as the hardcover. And then they drop them down once the yeah. which is such bullshit but i won't go into that (laughs) well i wanted to love this book i didn't it sounds so similar to other books i've read by the author there is no romance if you're reading for romance until about two-thirds into the book the mystery doesn't play out until the last fourth of the book if even that the main characters are predictable and not particularly likable i will say I love the secondary characters and the dogs, and that is the only reason I'm giving this three stars. I reread my books, but I don't think I will ever try this one again. It just didn't cut it for me. 
Fair enough. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, all of these are pretty much on the same, same level, same level as, as those. If you're looking at the middle, middle of the pack reviews, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, one star reviews are, you know, Nora oh. Roberts didn't write this book. Yeah, of course. <laughs> This is not Nora Roberts. Oh. <laughs> God, people. Yeah, people suck. Stop it. Yeah. So, I yeah, I mean, I, I, I really wish I could give this a better review. I mean, I thought, you know, I'm. Yeah. I get it. I totally get it. Like we said, everybody likes what they like. Yeah, I liked a lot. So. Yeah, and I, you know, I mean, I I feel bad, but um, and and the funny thing is, like the last book that came out, which is the first book of the the next series. What's what's the series? I can't remember now. Oh, the uh, the awakening. Yeah, uh, yeah, loved I forget that the, one. I forget loved what it. the umbrella name is, but yeah, yeah, loved that, loved yeah. it. Yeah. So maybe we ought to review one of those. <laughs> We gotta I'm wait. Get Sarah to read a trilogy and review that. Yeah, yeah. So those of us wanting to review a Nora uh, book, there are a couple of people out there that were waiting to hear like uh, our review of a Nora book. Uh, this may be disappointing to them. <laughs> you know, I mean, except to say that, as with the In Death series, you know, Nora's dialogue and her characterizations mm-hmm. characters secondary characters they're always great always without no. fail so you can read it for that you know or um, read it because you might like it because some of us did if you, yeah <laughs> yeah if you're a fan of a really slow burn yeah and that's really what it was was a slow yeah. burn more than um a really know. slow burn yeah um and if you're a fan, I mean, like you said, you know, you're if you're a fan of seeing two nice people fall in love, you know, it's a great book. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, and just great, like I said, great characters. Well, that makes me overlook a lot. And I just great dialogue. And great dialogue. And I like I said, I fell in love with the characters in this book. I I really love them. And it's mm-hmm. been a while since I've really loved the characters in some of her books. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> really, I enjoyed it a lot. Like we said already, I mean, 90% of people that are Nora fans are going to read this book and they're going to love it. Yeah. Just for the exact same reasons that you do mm-hmm. and overlook all the other stuff because oh, it doesn't sure. matter to them. Right. You know? So. For sure. I just didn't happen to be one of them, and I feel bad about that. Feel bad because I wanted to be. I get it. I totally get it. Like I said, there's been several of her recent books, and like I said, I think it was because I had set the bar so low after the last like five or six books, because I've not been a huge fan of the last five or six books. Yeah. So, you know, and this one came, and I was like, oh, I like this one. (laughs) 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 Oh, I like this story. What? The interesting thing is, like, I can't remember 
reading any of the last several books and thinking like, oh, I don't, I don't just, I don't like this one at all, you yeah. know? So I must have liked them. Oh, I mean, I didn't dislike any of them. I just haven't loved any of them. Right. So you're, we're the opposite where those were concerned and this one was concerned. We were, we we're just switched. Yeah, right. So there's something in those that I like better. And there's yeah. something in this one that you like better. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. You can't, you can, you can't please all the people all the time. Fiction is subjective. That, that is, that's the bottom line here. Bottom line. Yeah. So if we give one to um, Tara to read, I don't, I don't suggest this one. No, <laughs> I don't know that she would like this one. Yeah. But um, I think, I still think we need to get her to read one of the fantasy ones. She needs to read a trilogy. Yeah. I, I yeah. I think that's where. Yes. Although that's, I will say I, I wouldn't mind, you know, Nora coming out with the, uh, the true angel. Uh, oh, dude. You know, It'd be all. graphic novel. <laughs> I would be all about that. Yeah. 100%. That, that was like, I want to know more about this. I, yeah. I actually want to be reading that graphic novel. Than right. This, than yes. This I, yeah. I'm all about that. So Nora, if you're listening to us, you need to, you need to make that happen. Yeah. Find somebody that can draw and do it and do the graphic novel. Yeah. I agree. So, Okay. I guess that's it i don't think we really have podcast business or anything like that no, so. and uh like we like we said before last week we're entitled to do a couple that are shorter than normal absolutely and this one's still gonna be around an hour i think so yeah we've been on for about two hours yeah part of that was our you know, part of it was your technical difficulties <laughs> yeah yeah so um if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about this particular episode, uh, you know how to get a hold of us. Just yep. go on social media, search for Podcast and Death. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah. Um, you, you can also go to our website, which is podcastanddeath.com. You can send us an email at show at podcastanddeath.com. You can call the number. Uh, the number is 205-476-2753, and that spells out 2054-ROURKE. Um, again, become a patron if you're not already, and you get to hear Jen's entire rant about being kicked off of Facebook, but also about, you know, breaking your leg and then soldiering breaking through it because, you know. Yeah. You know, falling off monkey bars that walk it off old. she's just walking it off at this point <laughs> so but yeah we would love you. i told you i'm getting an x-ray tomorrow all right okay <laughs> i'm just saying i mean most people if they break a leg would go to the doctor right then but i you know you you know you're in the medical field so you can treat yourself i suppose i'm treating myself so I'm going to take a nap and go to bed and see how I feel in the morning. Maybe I won't get an x-ray. We'll see. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I would suggest the x-ray, but I don't, you know, yeah, I'm not a I professional. I have a feeling I need one. So I'm going to get one. I'll call my doctor in the morning. All right. So next week we'll find out this, this is your cliffhanger, right? Then we'll find out how, uh, how Jen's or not. Yeah. Uh, next week, we're hopefully going to do We Review the Reviews of Reunion. Tara will be back with us next week, we hope. We hope. 
and we can do that show because there's some really good reviews that we need to get to oh god yes yeah so um all right so that's it for this episode for podcast and death this is aj jen and we'll see you next week bye guys bye (laughs) tara come back soon Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast In-Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo, and is available on Shutterstock.com. This episode and all of our previous episodes are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-476-2753. That spells out 205-4-Rourke. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slouch at you. (laughs) 